What's going on out there, everybody? Welcome to another Addicted Fishing Podcast. We are sitting here back at home in the studio. We had a couple weeks of just crazy shows, and uh, it's just Jordan and I running this one, but we want to update you guys on kind of what's in the going-ons in the world, what's going on with Addicted, what we got going up in the next few months. Feels nice to be sitting in a chair again. It feels nice to not know that there's not a giant mountain of boxes sitting in the next yes. room that we have to haul downstairs to a damn show. Yes. The show was incredible, though. It was. Uh, I don't think any of us were quite prepared enough for like how it all went down. And I mean that in the best way possible, but just how many people came out and how excited everybody was from all ages and all sexes and all walks of life you know it was everybody was just so excited to be at the sportsman show and to come to our booth and that was that was a great experience first time in my life i've ever experienced something like that you know it was also being a lot of it was also a lot of fun because like i talked to multiple people just kind of afterwards just rehashing with other guides and other dudes in the industry and and (laughs) i think it was a unanimous vote that our booth was like the hopping booth. <laughs> I had a I, I had a theory to admit for a minute there that they turned the heaters on above our booth because it got so hot to try to disperse people away from it. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want everybody just hanging out there, uh, because it's kind of the cool part about our booth. You know, if you walk around any sports show or any any um, retail or any convention, a lot of people that are working in booths are kind of just hiding in their booth. You know, right. they want to sell something, but a lot of times you see in these events like this where people are just like there for work and they don't really want to be there and they just kind of like, hey, well, you need something, okay, bye. Where our booth is like next year we were just having all these jokes and these plans of like setting up activities and stuff because people do just come over to the addicted booth at these shows just to hang out and see people they know and, and talk about fishing and talk about fishing methods and, you know, and it's a, it's a different scene at the sportsman show than I think the shows have ever really seen. You know oh. what I mean? Oh, for sure. And we're not answering like the same, you know, three questions that, you know, if you're trying to like sell something there too, you know, you talk about that excitement, like people are coming up to the booth excited to see us, but we're, we're just as excited to see them. And then every person has like a different story. They're either bringing like their little young kids there to like, you know, say hi to Jordan, say hi to little, Mm -hmm. like little was like the star of the show. And he did really good. And he did. Yeah. He was a trooper in it. And just like, you know, some guys are there to talk fishing. Other guys are there to buy apparel. Other guys are there just because they wanted to put a face to the videos that they've always seen you in. And just, they just, I mean, I guess it wasn't the same, like all day, like it made those five days at the Portland or actually at the Pacific Northwest sportsman show just like scream by. Yeah. I, it truly did. I had a really good, I had, it's been in some of the videos, one of my best friends, Phil, was with us, and at the end of it, he was stayed at my house for five days and came down and helped us at the booth every day, and I was like, when he went to go home, I was like, oh, man, it's over. <laughs> We're all going home. Yeah, but what did you do on Monday? Went fishing. No, I slept all day. I, I slept till nine. Oh. I did. I slept till nine, and then I went fishing for a little bit, and then I came home and did video stuff. I slept till nine, got up, did some stuff for about three hours. Realized how bad my back was hurting from ripping that damn set down. And then I took a nap, which mm. I never take naps. Yeah. <laughs> I was beat. No, it was really cool. And let's not forget to mention the the movie. Oh, yeah, that little the, thing, too. There's Thursday thing. night Thursday night at the Pacific Northwest Sportsman Show. So let's give you guys a setup for those that didn't get to go. So basically the A building at the Portland at the show is like kind of like the long skinny building which usually where like a lot of the retail is like you know you got Bymart there England Marine well they cut off the back third of it mm-hmm. so i mean how how long was that room probably 60 yards 
At least. Yeah, I mean, it's probably so 60 yards long, maybe like 30 yards deep, and they put this giant LED screen in the middle of it. They they hung a bunch of speakers up from the rafters, and they gave us, like, they made a set, and then Born and Raised Outdoors did a couple things there. Life did a couple things there, and then we had our movie there on Thursday night, which traditionally, like, Thursday is, like, the slow night. But unfortunately for, like, all the other vendors in the A building, they decided to put the Addicted Alaska 3 movie there and started at about 7 o'clock. And so we got that crowd roaring. I guess you could hear, like, there wasn't anywhere in that convention that you couldn't hear it. And then I had a lot of people, I mean, we had people sitting there going, like, I haven't been to rock concerts and listen to a crowd that loud. <laughs> <laughs> and to right before I didn't, as a go time approached, the line that started to build. And because <laughs> Phil was telling me as he was passing out stickers and stuff, he goes, All these people from, I think it was from England Marine and yep. stuff, they're like, what, What's going on? I'm like, Is this a fire drill? Yeah, and huge, <laughs> and huge shout out to England Marine too, because like one of, one of the other funny things, not funny things, was the banks of lights weren't set up. And so England Marine had to like sacrifice the lighting in their booth. Um, for us to have that movie event. And, and like I said, Mark and the guys down there were super awesome about it. And they kind of dealt with our, dealt with our <laughs> insanely rowdy happy, crowd. rowdy crowd <laughs> for one night. And, uh, we thanked Mark the next day. And I mean, that was a huge shout out to those guys. Cause they kind of let it happen or at least, you know, made it a lot more better situation yeah. for the guys that were there. So a huge shout out to the O'Glaughlin's and, and oh, no again, all the vendors that showed up and, made it such a good sportsman show. A, they had one last year, of course, but we we even went and mingled through, and it was kind of sad to see because we've all gone since we were little kids. Uh, but this year felt like normal again, and that was just the coolest thing. And one thing about no corn dogs, year. but yeah, it was pretty normal. <laughs> no corn dogs. <laughs> Very limited food supply. But the reality is, though, like, so I was, you know, I had my little gone catching guide service booth sitting right there by Addicted, and, and uh, you know, I think that the vendors that showed up and participated – and kind of got there, even though, like, I think attendance overall for the show was, like, obviously less than a normal year than, like, you know, let's say, you know, 20, what was it, I guess 2020 was the last time we had the show, or was it, yeah, yeah, 2020. I mean, it's probably less overall, but the people that were there were definitely the ones that you wanted to be there. They were there mm -hmm. to buy, they were there to book trips, they were there to, they were there on a mission, like, I don't think yeah. you had a lot, it didn't feel like you had a lot of guys that were just kind of, like, cruising through, just kind of, like, tire kicking, mm -hmm. like, the people that were there were there with a purpose. Yeah, it was crazy to go from that high high to such a low low, too, because I do remember 2020, the show met capacity two days. Yeah. So they wouldn't let many more people in. I, I call it the penguin walk. Everybody was just shuffling through the aisles like penguins, and then it went to... Almost no, it went to almost no sportsman show. And oh yeah, like, right. Back to this, so we're slowly climbing that ladder again, and it's it's relieving to see for sure. It was a step in the right direction for sure. I know, like you know, within the month, you know, a lot of that. I don't, I'm not going to get political, but I know, like we're dropping face masks, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I think if if some of those like last final restrictions on this, I think it would have just been wide open season. We yeah. had the weather for it, and but one thing that was really cool, like about the show, is like I mean next year i'm not even gonna have a booth there like we're just gonna do up the addicted booth and like you right. said a little earlier we've got lots of plans and lots of ideas and cooking uh, <laughs> maybe some procure gel wrestling some procure gel wrestling. clint's gonna wrestle clint, mike yep clint and mike uh, in, I in, the same in a speedo too. <laughs> in a speedo full of unscented procure gel 
Unscented. No, I think we got to do something like a bloody tune or something. Oh, smell better or something no. like that. Garlic, garlic, bloody tune. <laughs> you would never not smell you like would that again. smell like that the rest of the <laughs> Then we'd have to smell it the rest of the show. That'd be just absolutely awful. But no, we got a lot of really cool ideas coming up and then a lot of a lot of just thought, just, okay, where, where can this go for next year? And, I mean, it, the sky's the limit, I think, at this point because of all your guys' support out there. So, yeah, really cool, really humbled to see that, really fun to see that, and really, you know, like I said, to be the, I think, to be the hot point of the show yeah. was, and the movie premiere night, all of it all-encompassing was, one I got no complaints. Ever, yeah, yeah one, one of the best, best one of the best shows ever. And one thing that we will be expanding yeah. after Pew All Up next year, you will see us at other shows. Mm-hmm. That is for sure. But now that the shows are done, maybe we fill people in a little bit on some of the really cool videos that we're going to be pumping out here in the next few weeks, all of us together too, which is pretty rare. It's been it's it's tough to get everybody on the same schedule because of these things like these shows and these these drops and these these limited things we always do with Addicted, but. Me, Cameron, and Marlon are getting to go on some pretty neat trips here in the next couple of weeks, and one in particular, we're going to leave tomorrow mm-hmm. to remake our second Addicted ADX Goes South video, and so we got a, a fleet of three boats, and we're all heading down south, and well, we def- chase some steelhead where we never caught them before. That's right. Well, we definitely have to go south, because we can't go north, because they just shut all that down today. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not going to run get for that. Oregon. Run for Oregon. <laughs> yeah. Well, run for Oregon. Run for California. Run anywhere else except for the Region Six in Washington yes. State because it's awful. Uh, but we're not going to get to. We're not going to get. That's to for the live feed. But no, we got. <laughs> I got a fun little plan. So Layden's going to be joining us on this adventure. It's going to be his first. Like, you know, he's done steelhead fishing. He's caught steelhead, but like, this is going to be his like first like big boy trip. And we were talking before. I think I'm going to barge into his room like whether, whether we leave thursday night or friday morning it's just gonna be like here's the gopro in his face like get your stuff yeah you're going on an adventure and that's so, so exciting i i just i think we all remember those it, those certain moments as kids that do stick i'm like shooting my first turkey or i'm catching my first deal however like that first time you get thrown into the mix and you're it, a lot of you know being scared as ex- much mixed in with being excited as much yeah. nervous and you know it's just it's going to be so cool to see and for him to get to experience you know like that first that first roll into the roll of the dice like here we go you're coming with buddy yeah you know well, I mean, we just decided on this like a day ago, and so was, or a little bit ago, honestly. So I was kind of like thinking, like, oh man, I'm I'm actually a little worried because I hope hope he does well, hope he doesn't get frustrated, but like, because he's gonna be fishing with the big boys, <laughs> like he's gonna be thrown into the fray. But we're gonna hit some other. We're gonna hit we've, a lot. D- we've made some professional fishermen mad by doing that every time and again, <laughs> let alone a twelve year old. Uh, I mean, and the other thing is too is like the conditions aren't necessarily going to be all that easy. So I mean, this we're going to film another series for you guys, and it's going to be on rivers that I, I I think there's a couple you're you haven't hit, and definitely ones that I haven't hit. So mm-hmm. I just intermittently have always spent a lot of time in Southern Oregon, um, and it, when we talk about Southern Oregon, we're like basically south of Salem. Everybody, if you are from the region, like anything in that Cal- like from Salem all the way to the California border, there's a really great plethora of fisheries in that area, and that are managed very well, as Cameron kind yep. of touched on. They have, they're managed so that there are fish, and because there's a huge community Hatchery down there that lives wild. on it. Yeah, there's there's so many people down there that love steelhead fishing, and the runs are still strong, and, and it's a very unique, compared to where we live, you know, we kind of live, I call it like mini Alaska up here, you know, it's a very unique sense of, of you know, 
rainforest basically and then as you go south it's bigger trees a little bit drier climate sometimes and and everything's just different you know everything looks so much different you compare it to all these places that you've been before and then you find all the unique natures in it and, and it's just the cool part of traveling and fishing whether it's for any species but you just get to see all these different looks at places and and take what you learn from there and take it somewhere else and that's why i love these trips and i just love southern oregon the people are nice good food you know what I mean? The weather's usually great. It's just, it's, it's, a, it's a fantastic place to go spend some time. I remember when we did this last year, I, I, I went on the first day and just going down to the river, I'm like, I just had like this whole like, oh, this is what the river is going to look like. Mm. This is like the perception in my mind. This is like, you know, what, what it's going to be. And then it was like nothing even mm. remotely close. So there's, it's going to be yeah. real fun. Looking at some of these other, uh, looking at some of these other places and whatnot, and then taking Layden down there too. And these ones, especially, and not to get too in depth, because of course we don't name river names, but the ones that we're going to be fishing too are very bedrocky, like more than yep. we're used to. Not a lot of gravel. You're fishing like veins and like and and metamorphic rock structure, not so much gravel wash rivers like we've all grown up fishing. And I think that's like what tries me the most. There's some stuff in Central Oregon and, and Central Washington that are similar, but we don't get to a lot. And it's the, it brings to light a whole different mentality of fish passage. You know what I mean? The way they swim up the river. What's what's the path of least resistance in a in a crack in the rocks that's two feet wide? Where do they sit? They sit behind the boulders. Do they sit in front of them? Do they sit in the middle of the crack? It's just, you know, and you just learn on the fly. So, and so these conditions honestly kind of help us out because we're going down low and clear. Yeah, that normally whole, you yeah, don't get too. it. You don't get that in Southern Oregon. It's usually big, high, muddy water. You know, so I'm excited. I'm, I'm I want some redemption. I worked really hard last trip for, a, I think I caught one fish the whole the three days we fished. And we only caught a few fish out of the whole crew. One crew had a really good day, one of the days of the trip, but it was tough fishing. And so it's definitely like kind of redemption mode going down there. And well, well, now you know, too. Like, I'll tell you, you I have done, a peach freaking jig on. A peach jig? <laughs> Is that what I'm hearing? Peach, peach, and more peach? Yeah, I better go Marlon next. just kicked everyone's butt last year with one particular jig, and I'm going to have one of those jigs this year. Yeah, we need to talk about that because I need to start tying if that's yes. the case. Yes. Are we talking Are we talking the one? Uh, Not I, chicken sh like the peach, peach. Okay. With the, okay. the, um, the peachy head. He's like, oh, he's no, sitting over no, there being real quiet. He's like, <laughs> knowing, and knowing, knowing him, he's already got the, he's already got the tire with like twenty of them in his pocket, ready to go. <laughs> oh, I only got one of these guys. He's messaging him right now. Don't sell any to Marlon. <laughs> Don't give any to Cameron. Jordan or Cameron. <laughs> They're on their own. I want them to watch. Eat, bring some popcorn and watch the show. Yeah. But I'm excited. We literally actually don't have a plan. We know a couple of rivers we want to fish, but I just asked Marlon when we were on the car on the way here, and he's like, oh, I don't know. We're just gonna wing it. And I'm like, perfect. I love that. I love sitting in the hotel room or at dinner and fighting with four people, four fishermen on what's the best idea. It really is. It's part of the fun of it. It really <laughs> fighting. It is. Well, you're just like, no, I want to fish. We all know. We all know. We all. We all heard this guy said this about this, and you know, exactly. We all have no idea where we're going. We're gonna fight about it. Yes. Yeah. It is like, where are we going tomorrow? We're gonna put it all on him. That's what really stress him out. That'd be hilarious. He won't care. He won't care. And then in another complete contrast, after this trip, winter steelhead. It's freezing cold, bitter right now. But then we're not gonna say exactly when we're going. But in a few weeks. Maybe a little more than a month. Uh, we're actually heading down somewhere sunny, mm. somewhere Florida y. Very Florida y. Yes. <laughs> somewhere I have not been back to since the first time I went, and it was one of the coolest fishing experiences of probably the most 
epic fishing experience of my life. So I cannot wait to go back to Florida. Oh man, it was and, so neat. And I know, I know, people are gonna like cringe when they hear this, but we're going bass fishing. <laughs> but we're gonna show you guys exactly what we can do when we go bass fishing yes. and how we're gonna fill it for you guys. So and the peacocks are on the menu. Yes, I've never Which, touched one. Oh. It's been a dream of mine my whole life. When my wife, I can take my wife fishing, and she can go catch a bunch of big peacocks, and she's she caught bigger one than I did the whole trip, and you know she caught just as many as I did, and she could be like competitive with that, and wants would love to go again. Yeah, like that's that's when you know that's have a partner fun. in the in the bass boat soon. Well. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe about, add a few more degrees. <laughs> I was, yeah, yeah, exactly. As I yeah. said, I'm like oh Miami versus uh, Columbia <laughs> Gorge. Miami, mm. yeah. I don't know about that, but uh, she was super fond of it. I'm so excited. The guide we have, uh, Drew, was was super cool. He was a cool cat. I'm excited. Cameron's been telling some stories about this guy and, and some of his connections in other countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is obviously something that everybody out there knows that excites me to no end is getting to, to leave the country and go chase these fish somewhere else. And this guy knows where to go. So hopefully we'll have he another does. little plan it. on the docket when we get back from this trip for maybe a more of like a movie sense type of video coming out here in the next couple of years. So, but it's just really going to depend on how you guys receive it. If you guys want to see more of it yep. and whatnot. So we're going to go, we're going to send it. We're sending it we're full sending send to Florida. It. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be some pretty exciting times here. So, well, but- few updates just even from the website we are running a really cool promotion to end summer or excuse me winter steelhead season here and summer steelhead anything that has to do with steelhead we're doing a a five five dollars a pack buy five get one free until the 7th of march is that right till the 7th of march so five any addicted worm any color five dollars a pack which is a great deal Uh, you're not i mean for these worms especially they're hard to get, get your hands on at times buy five get one free until march 7th uh, another thing on that same line, the Stay Fishy channel on YouTube, everybody. If you have not gone over and subscribed, the first video is up, and it's an awesome one. Some primitive camping, some cooking, some catching some incredible steelhead. I lost, like, the fight of my life. You guys will have to go check it out to see it. Uh, but it is the beginning of a new a new era uh, in another video a week for you guys. We still have the same two addicted videos posting every week, Sunday and Tuesday. And then on Wednesdays, every Wednesday before live feed, we'll have a new Stay Fishy video pop up, which basically is kind of the same as addicted but a little more in depth a little more morning and, and afternoon and evening activities mixed in it's all about food travel friends and a little bit of fishing mixed in so be sure to go check that out the first video is finally up and that's it i've got nothing you nothing killed more. it you killed it nailed it i don't know yes but so, we're excited <laughs> Well, I think that wraps it up. It's about time for us to cut to live feed. Tonight's topic on live feed, if you guys want to go back and watch it, is one that a lot of people around here are super inspired about. And Cameron knows a little bit more, but it's this is like the final straw here in the Northwest. So Yeah, we got, we got stuff to talk about. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We will talk to you later. Later, guys.